The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Wednesday, August 26th edition. What a Tuesday night we had. Lucas Giolito, our number one SP option last night, and he got it done with the no-no. 101 pitches, 13 Ks, absolutely outstanding work against those little, little pirates who we like to pick on, and this is why, folks. This is why. So, Good for Lucas Giolito. Outstanding stuff there. I thought that last one was a hit. That was a laser. That was scary. Makes your heart jump a little bit. I'd love to know what was going through his head when he saw that ball get ripped. But uh, that was fun. And then waking up to the Gigantes coming back on the Doyers. That was a lot of fun as well. So baseball is alive and well. Uh, we got uh, some people got screwed on that ridiculous postponement in Atlanta. It wasn't even raining. It wasn't even raining. So they got a double dip today. So instead of a 10-game slate, we have a nine-game slate because – of that doubleheader takes the Braves Yankees off the slate. So we get no, uh, no Garrett Cole. We get no Ian Anderson. We get no Aaron judge returning and all that good stuff that comes with Yankees baseball. So that stinks big time before we get into the nine game slate, a couple housekeeping items to talk about here. You can find me on Twitter at BDNTrick. Hit me up with your questions. I'll help you the best I can. Also, if you'd like to get in the free fantasy sports DJ and Slack chat, come check us out over there. Give me your email and we'll sign you up. Also, you can watch this video on Rotoballer's YouTube channel. If you want to join Rotoballer Premium, use promo code Bubba to get 10% off over there. They have a premium Slack chat, tools, articles, and all kinds of good stuff there. Last but not least, you can find this podcast on all your podcast platforms. If you can rate and review on iTunes, it would help me out a lot. All righty. Nine-game slate on tap for you tonight. Let's get into the totals on this slate. We're waiting on Marlins Mets because Jacob DeGrom is coming back to the bump against Eliezer Hernandez. That should be a fun one. Uh, the Cubbies at the Tigers, total of 10. Yankees at Braves, we don't care about that one because that's a double dip. Uh, Twins, Indians, waiting on that total because Clev Dog is getting his return to the Indians probably to get a little showcase action, maybe a trade. Who knows? A's, Rangers, 9.5. Reds, Brewers, 8.5. Royals, Cardinals, waiting on that one. Mariners, Padres, uh, total of 8. And then Rockies, D-backs, Dodgers, Giants. Still no totals there because, uh, yeah. That's uh, baseball, but I'm imagining we're going to have some pretty decent totals in that uh, Rockies-Diamondbacks game. That's for darn sure. 
when you're looking at the weather real quick on this one, winds blowing in from left field in uh, New York between the Marlins and the Mets. Um, the weather in uh, Kansas City looks to be okay. Maybe slight, slight chances of rain, but it's very hot and humid. So the ball might fly a little bit out of there. So that's something to think about when you got Jacob Junis and Dakota Hudson on the bump. So uh, that'll be uh, another thing to consider when we break it all down. Let's start with the pitching on this nine-game slate. Jacob DeGrom, $11,000 at home against the Miami Marlins. DeGrom threw six innings his last start, six shutout with seven Ks. He's been battling, like, you know, back issues, hand issues. He's battling everything, it feels like, right now. He's grinding out 25 points his last time, and then 18, and then 30, and then 15, and then 26. So he's been good. Hasn't been great. Hasn't been consistent at all. One nine three RA is outstanding, but just consistently what you want from a guy at 11K, very, very tough to uh, to, to wrap wrap your head around and in trust. He's facing the Marlins team that you know you can pick on. That's very easy stuff. We've been able to pick on the Marlins for years now. Strike out a little less than 24% of the time versus righties. They hit 255 with only a 125 ISO. So uh, you can pick on him for sure. 11K, it's steep. I don't know if I'm going there tonight. I really don't. I know he can get there. I just don't think I'm going to get there. So if you want to pay for DeGrom, knock yourself out. Not for me tonight. Clayton Kershaw, 10-2 at the San Francisco Giants. The red-hot San Francisco Giants. He scored 10 runs, walked it off San Francisco Giants. The team that just keeps scoring runs at home, San Francisco Giants. But you get Clayton Kershaw, he's got 27 or more points in three of four starts. Coming off an absolute butte at Seattle. He's thrown back-to-back seven-inning outings. Still uh, last out in 96 pitches is the most he's thrown. So it's still a concern with Kershaw. But he struck out 11, only up a solo shot. He's got, given up a home run in three straight starts. Something to keep in mind also if you're going to try to attack Kershaw. But it is an interesting spot when you look at um, facing the Giants uh, in, you know, I call it, I will call it AT&T Park for probably ever. But uh, Oracle Park is what it is called now. It is a Giants team that strikes out uh, 21% of the time versus lefties. So one of the lower actual strikeout rates for lefties. They hit 272. They have a 231 ISO and a 364 Woba against left-handed pitching. That's pretty good, folks. Like, they're hitting lefties pretty good. Ask Julio Arias about that. He got hit. Even lefty Brandon Belt had a big day against Mr. Lefty Julio Urias. So Kershaw's great. He's really, really good. He's 10-2. I like him better than DeGrom, but there is some trepidation. He's going to be very popular, for one. But also, these Giants bats aren't quiet. Uh, Kershaw could deal for six or seven. I'm not going to doubt that at all. And 10-2 is a very friendly price tag. So if you want to go Kershaw in cash, I'm good with it. GPP, there is some risk there. In GPP, I'd almost rather go to DeGrom and take that gamble in a GPP and then take Kershaw in cash if you're paying up. That's kind of where I see this if you're going there. Kershaw's got the safer floor. DeGrom might have the higher ceiling, but more risk involved to get to that floor depending on how he's actually feeling. You'd imagine the extra rest they gave him, he's good to go. But you never know. So give me Kershaw in cash, DeGrom and GPP if you're paying up tonight. Now it gets fun, though, where... In a cash game, I'm probably not even paying up for either of those if I don't want to. I could see Kershaw. I get it. But you got Clevenger at 8900 bucks. GPP only is the Minnesota Twins. Very potent offense. Uh, they got to Bieber early, and then Bieber just locked it in and still threw an absolute butte. Six innings, 10Ks. Was great. Really good stuff there from Biebs. But uh, you got Clevenger, who's been very, very rocky this season. He's coming back from his uh, stint in detention because he's a dum-dum. But uh, he's got you 20 or more points in two or three starts. He faced Minnesota this year, though, and that was one of the starts. He did not get you 20 points. Four innings, six hits, four earned, gave up two home runs, struck out five while he walked five. Um, 
he was throwing at least five innings in his like little practice starts in the uh, alternate campsite. So he's still stretched out. You don't have to worry about that at all. But it is the Twins, so be very, very careful at eighty nine hundred bucks uh, if you're going to Club Dog. Sonny Gray at eighty eight hundred dollars. This seems like they're just baiting us to play him. This is uh, too good to be true. Maybe I don't know. We'll see. One thing I will say is he's been much, much better at home than on the road. That's a proven fact. His two road starts, 12.16.7. At home, everything's been 28 or more. So he's faced Milwaukee here once in Milwaukee, five and a third, six hits, four earned, three walks, seven strikeouts. He's got six or more Ks in every start this year. So that helps out a lot. He's only 8,800 bucks. Like he's very, very cash viable. Very, very cash viable. And he brings some GPP appeal as well at that price point because Milwaukee striking out 27.6% of the time versus right-handed pitching. That is great. That's why he, you notice when he screwed up last time out, he still got you the strikeouts to kind of weather the ship. They're hitting 200 versus righties. Jeez. 141 ISO, 273 Woba. Milwaukee Brewers are struggling to say things nicely. That's the best way I can put it. So Sonny Gray, 8800 bucks. Absolutely love me some Sonny Gray tonight. That's a great play. Should be very, very popular. Uh, the other guy, Danelson Lamette, 8,600, just keeps getting it done. 22, 25, 38, a 12, an 18, a 26. He's only 8,600 bucks. He's cheap. Facing the Seattle Mariners, who, uh, you know, beat around Chris Paddock last night. Paddock just does not look like he has it these days, which is pretty crazy to think about. But it's a Seattle team striking out 23.2% of the time versus righties, 242 average, 153 ISO, 308 Woba. They're pretty much average across the board with a below average batting average. So this is something you can pick on with Lamette. If he's locating well, he can uh, be very, very effective. He's at home where he pitches very well. 8600 bucks for Lamette, very strong. I like Sonny Gray. Lamette combos saves you a lot of money and gives you two elite pitchers with both 20-plus point upside. Uh, I like that quite a bit. So in this 8K range, give me Gray, give me Lamette, and then Clev Dog if you want to get weird in a GPP. Knock yourself out. We do have two punts that are actually – Pretty interesting and viable tonight. You got Eliezer Hernandez, sixty six hundred bucks at the New York Mets. Uh, five innings, five innings, five and a third is last three. So you're getting that out of him. He's got you twenty one or more points in two straight starts. He's got you seventeen or more in three of four at sixty six. That's great. Even the thirteen points is his worst start for sixty six. It's not what you want, but it doesn't kill you like a lot of punts will do. So he's got big time upside. Five or more Ks in every start. Um, it'd be nice if we got you more than five innings, but he's, he's worked up to 89 pitches his last time out. So maybe we got to like 95 plus. So if he's effective on the bump, he can get you six plus innings. That would be very, very nice. You got a Mets team that's striking out 21% of the time versus righties. They are hitting 277, 162 ISO, those not too scary, and a 344 Woba. So the Mets team, it's interesting. They, they've been hitting a little better before their little COVID vacation, but uh, LESR at 66, very, very much a punt in this one. And then the other one's Kevin Gossman, 6400 bucks at home against the Dodgers. He's only priced down because it's the Dodgers. He's been outstanding of like 18 against L.A., 24 against Oakland, 22.5 at the Dodgers, 16-4 at Colorado, 16-2 against San Diego. He's been great. He's going at least five innings every start. He gives up home runs. He gives up runs, but he's striking guys out, 8-11-6-7-8. That is what's getting the job done. So you, you know with the punt, he's going to give up runs. You rarely get a shutout from a punt. Like, that's just not going to happen. But he's striking dudes out. He's locating the sliders, just filthy, the splitters doing his thing. He's got it all working. And he's got it working really, really well. And we know it's a Dodgers team that can hit. There's no sugarcoating that at all. They uh, only strike out 19% of the time. Well, he struck him out way, more, way better than that. 
267 average, 261 ISO. Not bad. Not bad. 367 Woba. So, yes, are there concerns facing the Dodgers? Of course. But uh, you got Kevin Gossman at 6400 bucks with a strikeout upside in that matchup. Very strong punt to play as well. So, all right. I got Eliezer 1, Gossman 2 down below. Recapping your pitching, Kershaw 1, DeGrom 2, if we're going all the way up. In the middle, Sonny Gray, Danelson Lamette, and Mike Clevenger. Down below, Eliezer Hernandez and Kevin Gossman. Now to the pitch or the hitting on this nine-game slate, and there should be quite a bit of it. If you notice, we didn't mention about 12 other pitchers. Yeah, there's going to be some bats to be had on this slate. Sean Murphy of Oakland, if you want to pay up at 44 versus Colby Allard, that's in play. Probably not going to pay up at catcher, but he is an option at 4400 bucks. He's hitting the ball extremely, extremely hard, so that's what you're looking for in those matchups. But you can save some cash, like a Yadi Molina at 35 versus Jacob Junis. I'd look at something along those lines. Uh, Austin Romine versus Lester at 33. As Lester, we're going to pick on him again. He's still 9K, and the Detroit Tigers will be a very interesting value on this slate tonight. Tucker Barnhart, 3100 bucks versus Hauser. He's a cheaper option for you, but if you want to drop down even more, Victor Caratini, only 3K versus Fulmer. He's a nice cheap option. be nice if he really started blowing up like he was last year, but I'll keep plugging away if he's cheap and good matchups, and he is tonight. Uh, Grayson Grinder, if he starts instead of Romine, he's 2500 He's a nice value for you tonight. And then just kind of see what comes out in the lineups. There will be some on a Wednesday, getting some guys some days off, so uh, you'll get some catching value when the lineups get released. First base, now it gets fun. Belly Bombs at 58. He's been stroking it very, very well. You got Miggy Sano at 51 as an interesting GPP play versus Covinger. Not a must, but an interesting GPP play. Uh, you got Goldie at 47. He's in play against Junis. When you look at St. Louis, they're going to be a uh, very nice play this evening. That's all, the best way I can put it because uh, between Junis, he just doesn't have it. And then you got that bullpen. There, there's lots of ways the Cardinals can have some fun here. Lefty's 350. Righty's 332 versus Junis. So um, keep the Cardinals in mind yet again tonight. Going down even farther, like Wilmer Flores at 43, if you want to fade Kershaw. That's interesting. Eric Hosmer went deep last night. He's only 42 versus Taiwan Walker. Walker's been good at times this year, also not so good. So it's really like he he was close to being a punt option for me, but I respect this Padres lineup too much to go that direction. Uh, they have a 4.9 team total. It is fourth highest on the slate or third highest on this slate. Lefty's hitting 380, righty's only 225. So a guy like Hosmer, very much in play tonight at 4,200 bucks. Good cash game play with some GPP appeal. Uh, going down farther, though, you can look at the likes of a Christian Walker. He went deep again last night. I told you he's got good power versus righties. Uh, John Gray on the bump tonight at 38. Does give you some uh, some value in that matchup for the D-backs. Lefty's 345, righty's 304 versus Johnny Gray. So uh, Walker, another GPP play at 38 if you need to save a little money. Uh, Danny Santana at 37 versus Mike Fires. I can get on board with that for sure. That's very... Very much on brand for that situation. Uh, Brandon Belt's only 33 versus Kershaw. Monster game last night. Uh, 44 DK points. He went four for five with two runs scored, a double, two homers, five RBIs, and even a walk. And he had 19 the game before. He's actually been stroking it pretty well of late. So he's, he's hit safely in eight of his last 10 games. He has double digits in five of his last 10 games. Uh, it's a tough matchup versus Kershaw. Might be better to get jump on him. His next time out, but uh, $3,300 in a GPP, you could do worse. Definitely could do worse. And then um, the, the other guy I'm looking at tonight, like Miggy Cabrera is interesting at 27 versus Lester. I kind of wanted to go there. But if you just want to punt, and even in case somewhat cash viable is Ryan O'Hearn at 2500 
at the St. Louis Cardinals and Dakota Hudson. I'm not a Hudson fan. Hearn went three for four last night with a home run, 24 points. But prior to that, he had four straight goose eggs. So that's why I wasn't all in love with him last night. I'm not super in love with him tonight, but 2,500 versus Dakota Hudson is, is a matchup I like. I like to pick on Hudson. Some people like Hudson. I think he's not that good. That's just me. Uh, and lefties hit 334, righties 294 off Hudson. He um, benefited by one of the best defenses behind him last year. That's been proven. We talked about it on Bench with Bubba. Um, when we talked about defensive metrics and whatnot, he, he was the biggest benefactor, I believe, in all of baseball because of that defense behind him. So just realize there's a lot of uh, luck involved on that one. So uh, let's go to the uh, second base position for you tonight. And we got the likes of Keston Hira at, against Sonny Gray. Probably not going to pay up for that one. But Moustakas at 51, a little pricey, but a GPP versus Hauser. Um, I like Hauser a lot, but when the sinker's not sinking, he's been getting hit hard this year. So keep that in mind. You got Moose in a nice hitter's ballpark for the Reds this evening. And when you look at Hauser and the Reds uh, versus the Reds, Reds 4.5 team total. Lefties are hitting 366 off Hauser. Righties only 247. So Moose, he's, he's pricey. He'll go virtually unowned compared to other guys in this range. So Moose at 51 is very interesting. Cattell Marte at 48 versus uh, John Gray. I, uh, Arizona, I just wish Arizona – they've had such great matchups. They're just not hitting the baseball. I like Cattell. They're just not hitting the dang baseball. It's tough. Uh, Mr. Walking off himself, Donovan Solano is 4,500. Pretty steep price tag versus Kershaw. You got Wilmer Flores at 43. Um, if you want to go GPP, if you're multi-entering and you want a giant stack, both are very viable. But uh, if you're just going like a single entry and definitely not cash, kind of tough. Uh, Jake Cronenworth, only 3800 bucks, second base shortstop versus Taiwan Walker. I like that. We mentioned lefties versus Walker. Cronenworth continues to get it done there for the Padres. Um, farther down you go here, you got the likes of, you know, Tony Kemp might be playing because Chad Pender's out. He's 30, uh, 3500 Not in love with it. I'd rather go $3,300 Colton Wong, who I think is very cash viable again tonight. Didn't do a ton for us last night. He, he got a walk. He got his four points. Didn't do a ton. But he's 3300 bucks, leading off in a great matchup. That's what you look for in cash. I can go back to that well again tonight at that price point if you're looking to save. Uh, don't hate that. Um, other than that, there wasn't a ton that stood out without getting super punty like Nico Horner, Jason Kipnis. I, I'd rather go Colton Wong unless something really pops up when lineups get released. Third base position, you got Matty Chapman. He freaking almost got domed last night. But uh, he's okay. He's $5,700 versus Colby Allard. You can get right back on that train. A's have a 5.3 team total, second highest on the slate. Lefty's 346, righty's 328 versus Allard. So everyone's hitting Colby Allard. So Matty Chapman at 57 is very, very much in play. Max Muncy hit a bomb last night. He's 5,200. Mustakas at 51. Or you can just keep riding the red hot bat of Manny Machado at 5K. 21 more points last night. I, I preached about pretty much every day. Just keep riding the streak. He's hitting 410 over his last 10 games. He has um, nine extra base hits. He's scored 11 runs. He's doing it all right now. Averaging 14.5 over his last 10, two, four, six, seven straight games of 10 or more points. He's crushing it. That's like everything you want for cash. He's 5K. That's not usually what you want for cash. You usually want some savings at cash. But if you're paying up at 5K, you jump on board that train. You definitely do. And I see you guys' questions in the comments. I will get to those at the end of the podcast, so keep them coming. And I'll get to you guys in a little bit here. Uh, so after Machado at 5K, you got Arenado in a great spot. Robbie Ray, dog poop. That's the best way I can put it. Uh, $4,900 for Arenado. He, he had a couple knocks last night, 18 points. 
He's starting to wake up here, it looks like, and I think it's a great spot to go back to him and only 4,900. I think it's kind of a discount, to be honest, against Robbie Ray because, again, Robbie Ray, not good. Not good at baseball. Um, lefty's hitting 285. Righty's 353 off Ray right now. Arenado at 49. I like Machado more. I really do. But uh, Arenado's in a smash spot also against Ray. So this is why you don't really have to pay up at third base. Like Chapman's awesome. The 5,700 when you can get Machado at five, Arenado at 49, kind of tricky there. All right, you can uh, drop down some more. You know, Justin Turner, if you're stacking the Dodgers, sure. I'm not looking to play him as a one-off, that's for sure. Uh, Kyle Seager's up to 44. I loved him when he was a lot cheaper for us. That stinks. Like Tommy Edmund at 43 for Jacob Junis. You can go back to that. Well, 13 more points for Edmund last night. Back-to-back double-digit nights. He's hit safely in three straight games. Maybe he's starting to get going. we got to remember the Cardinals, like I said it with the Royals, with uh, Dozier because he missed so much time. There's a lot of these guys that are starting to get their legs underneath them now because the Cardinals missed what, almost – Felt like two weeks. It was like at least 10 days. They, they missed a long time. So these guys are starting to get it going now. Tommy Edmund at 43 versus uh, Jacob Junis. Definitely in plays. Third base shortstop eligible for you. You got Brad Miller at 4K versus Junis. Third base outfield as well. Hitting cleanup. I just mentioned Hunter Dozier. He's third base outfield eligible versus Dakota Hudson. I like him quite a bit. I like him for cash even because he's uh, he's starting to put up a consistent floor for the most part. He's getting you points with the uh, GPP upside. Um, $3,900 for Dozier. I can get on board with that against Hudson. Uh, Longo is swinging a good. He's not a cash play, but definitely GPP viable. He's averaging over 10 points his last 10. Um, he has double digits in three of his last four and five of his last seven, and he loves hitting lefties. So keep uh, Longo in mind at 38. Just Kershaw's not your average lefty is why it's hard to, to go all in on that scenario, but definitely an interesting play for you. But after that, it gets like murky. If like, you really want to play Matty Carpenter at 35 against Junis, I guess you're looking for uber savings, but I'm not in love with that. Willie Castro at 33 against Lester. A little bit of upside there. I could see uh, some appeal in that one. David Boat at 2,800. I don't want to have to go there. Like He's he's an option if you really need to punt, but I'd rather not. I'd rather stick in that Machado, Arenado range for the most part. Maybe Edmund, something along those lines at third base. Uh, shortstop now, you got Tatis at 58. He's always worth the look. Simeon went deep last night. He's 54. I think he's a strong play. If you're playing the A's, I think Simeon's always good because most people ignore him. They go to the Chapmans, the Olsons, the Lorianos. Like, I get it. They're all great. But Simeon's putting up monster numbers as well, and people just kind of forget about him because he's priced up, and they look for savings after they go to Olson and Chapman. So Simeon's a nice cheap piece leading off for the athletics. Uh, Trevor Story, I loved him yesterday. He only put up 27 points. Nothing crazy. He has double digits in five straight games. He is raking, and he gets another great spot tonight. Like Story, Arenado, just a two-man walk away. I'm cool with it. They're both pricey. 5300 bucks for Story, 49 for Arenado. But we have cheap pitching. We have Gray, we have Lamette, we have Gossman, we have Eliezer. Like if you don't want to pay up, you got four guys that can help you get bats. Mix and match. You can make this happen pretty easily tonight. So Story at 53 is very, very strong. He's probably my favorite pay-up option tonight. Simeon, though, would be the sneaky one at 54. Uh, Corey Seager, another big night last night. He's 5K tonight. Uh, another home run for Corey Seager. Just keeps getting it done. It's good to see for the kid. He's 5K. He's in play. I, I don't hate him, but uh, I'd still rather have Story or Simeon or drop down to a Tommy Edmund at 43. Keep an eye on Javi Baez. I got a lot of Javi Baez questions yesterday because Javi Baez finally did something the day before. He doubled on. But prior to that, he's been not doing a ton. He's hit safely in five straight games. So that's good. But he's got like three points, 33, seven, seven, three. The Cubs offense is abysmal right now. But the caveat I'll give is it's Michael Fulmer that won't go deep and then a lot of Tigers bullpen. 
So that is interesting if you want to look at a Javi Baez. I'm not in love with it, but it's there. I get it. I'd rather pay up a little more, pay down for like a, a Tommy Edmond. But it is an interesting discussion with Javi Baez. Paul DeYoung at 4K is very intriguing to me. Similar to the Edmond uh, conversation I was having, he started to get his legs underneath them back-to-back double-digit nights. Really good matchup for Jacob Junis. So DeYoung is a good GPP play at 4K. You got Cronenworth at 38, who we always love. Um, and then it gets kind of interesting down here. I'll be honest with you. There's guys you can make arguments for, but not great ones. Like Johnny Villar, he's facing DeGrom. You got Willie Castro versus Lester we talked about earlier. Birdie and Rojas facing DeGrom. So that's kind of tough. Um, Brendan Rodgers, if he cracks the lineup versus Ray, sure. But uh, he hasn't really done much since he's been called up. So it's, it's pretty much you're going to be 4K and above at shortstop. That's what you're looking tonight. Now, in the outfield, there's tons and tons and tons of options. Cle- uh, Cruz versus Clevenger is very interesting. It's 6,100, so not going there. Belly Bombs at 58, I do like if you're paying up. Blackman, if for some reason you want a third piece of Colorado, obviously he's an option, but you don't have to go there. I always like Whit Merrifield. He's 54. He's expensive, but no one plays him, so he's always on, on my radar if you're stacking the Royals. Like if you go Merrifield, Solaire, Dozier, basically unowned stack. I'll tell you that much. Not a must stack, but – Virtually unknown. Then, if you do those those guys, even a two man version of those three, you can play all the chalk you want. You really can. It's that simple. Uh, Castellanos at fifty two is interesting. Uh, Gallivers fires now. That's something I can get behind. Gallo's been mashing lefties. We know that, and he's really struggling overall. But man, you put Gallivers Mike fires now. That is a conversation worth having. Lefties three hundred two, righties three twenty five. That's an interesting GPP type play tonight. It's tough, though, when you got Mark Connor, who's swinging a very, very hot bat at 5K, and then Loriano at 49 against Allard. I, I, saying it trumps Gallo is not great, but it's what it feels like, it trumps Gallo. Like, Connor at 5K is very expensive, but he's earned every penny of that right now. Yeah, Kepler at 46 versus Clevenger. I like that quite a bit. Very good value in that one. Um, Eddie Rosario at 44 versus Clev Dog. So the Rosario-Kepler combo keeps uh, flashing up for us night after night. Schwarber at 44 versus Fulmer. He's on board. Like, if you want to go Schwarber, Baez, like a two-man stack, don't hate it. I got the switch hit Robbie Grossman at 43. You can go back to that well. Ian Happ at 43 as well. Nice cheaper piece of the Cubs also. He's in play. Jesse Winker, 41 versus Hauser. We've talked about lefties versus Hauser. He's on board. Jorge Soler at 41 as well. If you're picking on um, Eliezer Hernandez, which is always an option because lefties can hit Eliezer, Conforto's only 4100 bucks, So he's on board. Um, there, Trent Grisham, only 39. Nice savings there. Like Grisham, Cronenworth, Hosmer, cheap lefty bats versus Taiwan Walker. Like that quite a bit. Helps you sprinkle in some many Machato. Uh, Cole Calhoun, if you're picking on uh, John Gray at 39. Garrett Hampson went deep last night because they finally put him back in the lineup. They hit him like eighth, so that sucks. But if Hampson's in at 39, he's in play. Hunter Dozier at 39. Dom Smith, only 38 versus Eliezer Hernandez, another piece of the cheap Mets, if you want to go that direction. Uh, Steven Piscotti, I love tonight. I liked him a lot last night. He had a big three-run double for us. He's averaging almost 10 points his last 10 games. He's only 3,600. His lefties extremely, extremely well. So Piscotti at 36, one of the better savings on the board tonight. Uh, David Peralta's 36. I'd rather go Piscotti. Brandon Nimmo at 35, leading off for the Mets. If you're Mets stacking it, Nimmo, Conforto, Dom Smith, good way to go. Uh, Haggerty of Seattle got a, a knock, a steal. Got his eight points last night. He's 33 versus Lamette. Decent savings for you in his matchup. And then after that, like Jake Cave versus Clevenger at 31. If you need to go there, you can. Other than that, it's really kind of murky after that. You really got to check lines. Matt Joyce, but it's DeGrom. Not going there. Akiyama's been a disappointment. 
Uh, Alex Dickerson might not even play. Victor Reyes, if he, especially if he's hitting towards the top of the order for the Tigers against Leicester, he's 28. He's an okay punt. I don't mind that. But the, the punt of the punts, like you got Matt Kemp at 27. But the punt of the punt at 2600 bucks is Dylan Carlson against Junis. He's still really cheap. He's seven more points last night. He's hit safely in three straight games, seven to five and 21 in three straight. At 2600 bucks, you're not asking for a ton. So uh, he's got that upside versus Junis in that matchup tonight. All right, recapping your pitching on this slate. You got Kershaw and DeGrom up top. Kershaw more cash, DeGrom more GPP. In the middle, you got Klebdog, Gray, and Lamette. I go Gray, Lamette, Klebdog in that order. I like Gray the most out of all of that. And then down below, you got Eliasar and Gossman. Give me Eliasar over Gossman, but both strong options for you as well. When you're stacking it up tonight, I mentioned the Cubs are interesting. They do have the highest team total right now as we're waiting for a few other games, but they have a 5.5 total against Mike Fulmer and the rest of the Tigers' bullpen, something to keep in mind. But the A's versus Allard is great. Padres versus Tyler Walker, I told you some lefties I really like there with Machado sprinkled on top, so they stand out. Tigers have a 4.5 team total too, so they're super cheap if you're looking for savings because John Lester, lefties 343, righties 341, lots of saving with the Tigers. I mentioned earlier, I think, Tigers, Royals, give me, offer up a boatload of savings between just the pitching to help you get some big bats if you want to go that direction. Um, and then when you start, you can start getting nitpicky. Like, do you want to get some of the lefty Reds versus Hauser? You could. Um, you look at the likes of the Rangers versus Fires. Maybe the Rangers bats have been very quiet, but it is Mike Fires on the road. Something to think about there. But other than that, nothing off the top of my head outside of if you want to get weird with the Giants on Kershaw, you could do that. The Dodgers have been hot, so I don't hate it. Um, and then I like the Rockies versus Robbie Ray. D-backs bats are ice cold, but it is a great matchup. But uh, the Rockies are very, very nice. Giants are interesting contrarian option to go with some of the big boys up top that we talked about on the show. All right, here we go for some questions on this one. White Sox are on the early slate. They're on the FanDuel slate, Mr. NJ 1984. But uh, the White Sox are always in play. I'll be honest with you there. They're just, uh, they have the highest team total on the day right now. They get Trevor Williams, lefties 368, righties 330. So if you want to stack him up, stack him up. You got Timmy Anderson. You got the usual suspects. Might, you don't need to sugarcoat it. Uh, make sure Eloy's playing. Looks like he hurt himself in the celebration last night. So that was fun. But uh, you can definitely give him a look, Mr. NJ 1984. Um, Robin 705, Lau versus the Orioles. Yes, Lau is always in play. That that guy is just crushing it, especially if it's a, a righty on the bump. But he's even hitting lefties. Uh, let me find uh, the match. He gets Wojciechowski. Yes, Lau is definitely in play. You can get to Wojciechowski when you look at the Rays. Lefties 356, righties 330 versus Wojciechowski. So, yes, you can get on your, your Brandon Lau train for sure. Um, and then Beast Bald asks, Tapia versus Ray. If he's leading off, he's in play. I prefer not to go lefty-lefty with Tapia. But if he's leading off and it's a part of a stack, yes. If it's a one-off, no. That's how I'd go about it tonight. All right. Thanks for the questions, everybody. Again, if you have any other questions, I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick. We have a free Fantasy Sports DJ Slack chat. Just need your email. I'll get you up in there. If you want to join rotoballer.com, use promo code Bubba to get you 10% off the premium package of your choice. They have a premium Slack chat and much, much more. Uh, Tons, tons going on over there. Uh, one last question. David Sampson asks, you traded Lau and Starling Marte for Trout, Wheeler, and McKenzie. I think that's very, very good if you need pitching. If you need pitching, that's great. If you need bats, it's tough. But you get Trout, you always win the win the trade. That's always good. Always good stuff there. But I hope everybody has a great Wednesday. It's a fun one. we got Thursday coming at you. Two more days of quick hits after this. 
But have a fun one. I hope we get another G-Lito-like moment tonight and uh, beat LA. Catch you guys later. <laughs> 